am Rabbi Michael Pont, and this is For the Love of Judaism, episode 18. Today is January 17th, 2022. We did have a different episode planned for this week, but as you may know, uh, this past Saturday, there was an 11-hour hostage crisis in Coleyville, Texas at Congregation Beth Israel, a gunman stormed into the synagogue and he held the rabbi and three congregants hostage again for 11 hours. Um, It was an awful situation. Thank God the rabbi and the congregants were not harmed and they left the building safely. Today, an interview with the rabbi, Charlie Citrin Walker, came out and he shared more details about what happened on Saturday. He talks about how the tension was really mounting, especially into the evening hours. Rabbi Citrin Walker said the last hour or so of the standoff, he wasn't getting what he wanted. It didn't look good. And we were very terrified. And when I saw an opportunity where he wasn't in a good position, I made sure that the two gentlemen who were still with me, that they were ready to go. And the exit wasn't far away. I told them to go. I threw a chair at the gunman and I headed for the door. And all three of us were able to get out without even a shot being fired. So because Rabbi Citron Walker acted He saved the lives of his congregants and, of course, his own life. I mentioned that he was with three congregants. One of the congregants had been released earlier in the day. So in the hours, in the late hours of the standoff, it was just him and two other congregants. What you're going to hear next are my reflections from last night, Sunday evening, January 16th, during our evening minion. And I mentioned how the Torah portion was Beshalach when the Israelites marched to freedom, but they were met by Pharaoh, who was threatening to re-enslave all of the Israelites. Of course, it would have been brutal and a demoralizing defeat had that happened. But Moses raises his staff and the waters part and the Israelites march to freedom. There's a passage in the Torah right before that section where Moses The people are terrified. They complain to Moses, what are we going to do? And Moses says, don't worry, God will take care of us. And he starts to intercede. He starts to pray to God. And shockingly, in the Torah, God says to Moses, and maybe he's chastising Moses, maybe he's encouraging him, but he says to him, why are you talking to me? In Hebrew, matitzak elai, raise your staff, the waters will part, and lead the Israelites to freedom. And what the rabbis teach us about that moment is that there are times to pray. Prayer is very important, but there are also times to act. In the most dire crisis situations, prayer is not enough. You have to act. And it seems to me that Rabbi Citron Walker embodied the spirit of Moses and the spirit of God that was from the Torah portion that was read that Saturday. He took action. He saw his opportunity and he threw the chair at the gunman, disabling him or distracting him so that he and the congregants could go to freedom. Not so different from the way Moses acted to save the Israelites thousands of years ago. The Torah's lessons resonate still with us today. 
And this to me is an example of that. Thank God that Rabbi, you know, Citron Walker acted. He saved the lives of himself and his and his congregants. There's no doubt in my mind. Anyway, here's some wisdom that I tried to share with my congregation last night about the hostage crisis in Texas. Uh, so enjoy. You know, the Kaddish prayer was not originally a prayer to remember loved ones who died. The Kaddish prayer was originally said by Jews after they studied some texts. That's why the Kaddish doesn't mention death at all. It only, you know, mentions uh, praise of God. So in that spirit, I want to talk a little bit about what happened last night, and then we'll say mourners Kaddish. So the hostage crisis at Congregation Beth Israel in Coleyville, Texas, It began around 11 a.m. on Shabbat, and it lasted for about 11 hours. I don't know what the customs are in that that congregation, but it would have been fitting in a sort of tragic kind of way that it happened yesterday morning just in terms of the Torah portion because they would have been reading Parshat B'Shalach. In Parshat B'Shalach, that's when our ancestors left Egypt, but they were still pursued by Pharaoh, and they were trapped at the edge of the sea, and they were in a state of great anxiety. So our ancestors were confined at the water's edge and they were absolutely terrified. And I can only imagine that might have been the same feeling that Rabbi Citron Walker and his congregants might have had also when this maniac came into their synagogue and trapped them. They might have also felt trapped and scared, just like our ancestors felt being pursued by Pharaoh. And for them, it happened for the rabbi. It happened in their spiritual home, the place where every person should feel comfortable and safe in their house of worship. Now, just as Moses acted, he raised his hand with his staff and that with God's help that caused the waters to part so that our ancestors could be free. I see the same a parallel with the authorities that they acted in the ways they needed to act in order to get the hostages released. And so I can't help but see the parallel between the Torah portion, Parshat B'Shalach, and what happened last night. And it reminds me that the lessons of the Torah still resonate with us today. Right there, the same Torah portion, that same sense of anxiety, that same sense of relief upon being freed. The Israelites, when they were on the other side of the sea, they sang, The Lord is my strength and might and my salvation. In your love, you lead the people you redeemed. I feel that God caused the sea to part then. And I I believe that God played a role in freeing the hostages last night. The Torah has a lot to teach us about the crisis situation that happened in Texas. The Torah teaches the mitzvah, do not stand idly by the blood of your neighbor which means that we are not allowed to just sit back while other people are in peril. We have to act. Even if it's just sending an email, letting people know that we're thinking of them and they're with them, that is action as much as being there on the scene. None other than than Maimonides, the Rambam, perhaps the smartest Jewish man of all time. He taught, you do not find a mitzvah greater than the redemption of hostages, for captivity is in the same category as famine, drought, or exposure, all of which cause imminent danger to one's life. He saw 
being held hostage in that same vein. So I'm grateful that the situation ended, that none of the hostages lost their lives. They were allowed to leave their synagogue in peace. I can't help but also think there's another connection to tonight. Tonight is the Jewish holiday of Tu Bishvat, the Jewish New Year of the Trees. For us Jews, trees are a symbol of peace. You know, we call the Torah a tree of life, Eitz Chaim. And that's, that's what we are. We value life and peace. Trees are symbolic of that for us as Jews. So there are a lot of connections to this terrible tragedy. It was awful, but there are a lot of connections that can give us some hope and some solace. And again, thank God, the hostages walked out and the situation was resolved fairly peacefully. So in that passage, I mentioned the Rambam, Maimonides, who was a 12th century scholar he lived in Spain, and then also he had to move. He had to leave Spain. He lived in Egypt. He was probably the most brilliant Jewish scholar and philosopher of all time. And I said that he taught you do not find a mitzvah greater than the redemption of hostages. And so it would seem that according to Jewish tradition, you would have to do, you must do, and you should do everything you possibly can to redeem hostages, to save people who are being held captive. But that's not exactly the lesson that our tradition teaches us. There's another text from the Mishnah, an ancient Jewish collection of teachings uh, that says the following. Captives should not be redeemed for more than their value for the sake of tikkun olam, repairing the world. Captives should not be helped to escape for the sake of tikkun olam. Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel says that the reason is prevent the ill treatment of fellow captives. So here you have two contrasting teachings. The Rambam says that redeeming captives is a great, great mitzvah. Seemingly, you should do whatever you can. And there's another teaching that preaches caution. It seems to me that when the teaching says captives should not be redeemed for more than their value, because that might encourage other people to take hostages in the future and demand outrageous ransoms. And so maybe this teaching, the second teaching, is trying to prevent that possibility. And then to say that captives should not be helped to escape is somewhat shocking. You would think that you should help captives to gain their freedom. But this Mishnah, this teaching is concerned about the other people who are still being held hostage, that the captors might punish them for the person who was released. So a very interesting take. And in these two teachings, we see that there is a tension about hostages, on the one hand, yes, you should do everything to help someone who is being held against their will. But on the other hand, you have to think about the consequences of your actions, that if you do anything you can to save someone, it might have an impact on a situation the next time you have to try and save someone. And that's something that must be considered when you are trying to redeem captives. So there's a fascinating tension right there. And in the state of Israel, when so often throughout Israel's history, Israeli soldiers have been captured by the enemy and the state of Israel does everything it can to try and bring those soldiers home. But at the same time, there is always this tension. 
if you pay outrageous sums, which I'm not just talking about money, but I'm talking about the release of people who are terrorists, who have done horrible atrocities, and maybe that's the demand to release the Israeli soldiers, is that too big a price to pay? That's the tension that's reflected in these teachings. Um, that tension is felt acutely in the state of Israel and in other countries where you have these hostage situations. So really a lot to think about from this very scary, terrifying episode that happened this past Saturday. And again, thank God Rabbi Citron Walker and his congregants are safe and sound today. That's all for this episode. Peace out. <laughs>